What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, Fightful.com podcast. July 10th, I want to thank you guys uh, who really pushed Fightful hard on social media this week. We had several articles, tweets, things like that up on like Reddit Squared Circle, all over Twitter. We got picked up by a lot of big websites. So I want to thank you guys for that. You all have been really supportive over the first year. Uh, of course, head over to Fightful.com, use those forums. Not a lot of events this week, but we still got lots of content for you over at Fightful.com. Exclusive interviews, uh, podcasts, exclusive news, backstage news. I uh, published a report last night that Brock Lesnar was very happy with uh, Samoa Joe's performance last night. Alex Pawlowski, associate editor, can you blame him? No, not at all. No, those two worked really well together, and... uh... It worked it, well together tonight too. They, they, they sure, they sure did. Oh God, that was great. Except for the things. It was so funny where it was like Roman's like, "Hey, I'm here too. I want to say things." <laughs> that really was the, the feeling the that I got point. in that situation. <laughs> oh man, it was so great. We'll talk Speaking to that later. I'm glad to see that you agreed with my assessment that Madison on Fear the Walking Dead is 2015, 16 Roman Reigns. They're I trying. Do. They, you cannot get me to root for her at this point. Like, pretty bad actress too. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought in that, it was kind in of, that role. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was it, to me. I thought it was funny that they finally wrote in a reason for her to have that pesky Southern accent when she's from Los Angeles. Yeah. At least, yeah. hey, hey, that's what we what we want as consumers. We want the writers to give us one line of dialogue to give us a reason for something that was a quibble about. And they did, to their credit. Of course, guys, um, leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, all that good stuff. At 20,000 YouTube subscribers, your boy is giving away the laser-engraved guitar. Of course, check us out, uh, the Listen Your Boy Wednesdays, post-pay-per-view, every WWE, UFC show, post-Smackdown. Now, a programming note, tomorrow's Holy Smokes MMA podcast will be on the air late. We're doing that because the Mayweather-McGregor presser in L.A. We are going live as soon as that is off. So check that out. And, of course, check out uh, our Great Balls of Fire post show, which was one of our most watched live shows that we have ever done. People can't get enough balls, Alex. No, uh, more balls, the people say. We want more balls. There were there were a lot of balls, and and – the way that, that that our viewership embraced those balls, no, they, and really nurtured nurtured those balls, really they, it, it makes they me embraced happy. them so so well. It's almost like they they cupped them gently. Yeah, it wasn't like to the point to where it hurt. Just no. just enough. A gentle cupping. Just just enough. WDB Raw tonight. Started off with big cast. I usually hate wrestlers throwing to videos and, and now still photos. For some reason, it worked for Cass. She's like, hey, here's a picture of me kicking Enzo's ass. We're going to switch to a yeah. photo of me kicking Enzo's ass. Yeah. And finally, here is a photograph of me kicking Enzo's ass. Yeah. I do wish when they did this, though, it wasn't like freeze frames of the video. And rather the wonderful, beautiful still frames from the event that they publish for everyone to see on their website, because those look a lot nicer than the weird, like, you know, frame rate grab, uh, whatever. This was, this was all kind of hokey and did nothing to, to make me want to see Big Cass do anything ever again. Like, it's amazing how much his entire thing depended on Enzo. Like... I mean, we all knew it did, but when JoJo's out there introducing him by saying he's seven feet tall and you can't teach that, it's big cast. You know that this guy's got nothing. Because literally all he is is, is a height. That's it. Yeah. So this promo, I, by the way, I LOL with WWE cutting to children chanting Casshole. That was phenomenal. Uh, he says he's going to main event mania. He seemed like he was trying to convince himself that he was a top guy instead of the crowd. Maybe that's a part of the deal. I don't know yet. But Big Show came out, got a nice pop, and really beat the crap out of Cass. Like yeah. it looked like they were they were just that show was just like go in there and try to wrestle me 
and see what happens. And if if the majority of the rest of this of his time in wrestling is spent trying to get Cass over and he successfully does it, then Big Show will have gone out the way he needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would I would still really love to see Kane and the Big Show as a new age APA. That'd be great. I don't think we're getting that because nah, I, you know, I don't think so he's running for office. But um, yeah, the whole uh, big thing show with, Mark Henry work too. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I, I I'd approve of that. Did you see Big Cass on Raw Talk last night? I did. It, like I love the idea of like he's like I'm gonna I'm I, I believe I can challenge Brock Lesnar and I can become Universal Champion. Renee Young, incidental question. What makes you think that? Because I am seven feet tall. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite line. <laughs> okay, well, like, that, man, that's all you need then. Stefan Struve in the UFC, he didn't realize, like, he didn't have to do anything else. He's seven feet tall. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's just, just Never mind the fact that he's been knocked out a million times. Giant Gonzalez, man, you missed the boat, buddy. <laughs> Get back in the ditch where you belong. Big Show headbutts cast. That was, that was kind of cool. Uh, Finn Balor defeated Elias Sampson. The Drifter had some nice heat before this match. It was a nice, fundamentally sound match, and Balor is over. Really, really yeah, all I got. It was, it was a fine is. match. Balor is still over despite all of their nonchalance about him. Like This is a guy that you could do so much with. A guy who... On for regular matches, comes out in this leather jacket with a collar popped. He looks like a matinee idol with the piercing eyes, and everyone loves doing his stuff. But when he gets really serious, he has an alter ego that he paints up to look like a demon. You think you can't sell tons and tons of stuff with this guy? And yet, he's off of Great Balls of Fire entirely, and he's wrestling Elias Sampson, which, I mean, good for Elias Sampson. But can you imagine thinking when these guys were in NXT, hey, when when Elias gets up to the main roster, the first guy he's going to feud with is Finn Balor. Like what a joke that would have been. So I don't know what to do with Finn, but this is a guy that I feel like you could hot shot to the top of something. And They did. Why not? They, yeah, they did. And then that happened. But I guess that's the thing that Vince says. Like if you get injured once in his book, he's like, well, I don't trust you anymore. Which Where do you think sucks. this Hardy Boys thing is going? Because that's the real story of this whole situation. He meets ah. them on the ramp, and there they are. Now, normally I would say maybe he can just turn heel on them and side with Anderson and Gallows because that would be really interesting. That would be great. Uh, but I, I don't know. It seems like the WWE is really keen on the idea of Balor. The thing is, Balor doesn't need them, and they don't need him. Usually when that happens, it's because they need each other. Right. Neither one of those acts need one no. another. No. It's honestly because they, they're trying to, I think, work as many people into storylines together as possible. Yeah. Like, they're just trying to, sh- like, they're shoving it. Like, the the inclusion randomly of Seth Rollins into the Miseraj stuff is just odd. Well, you look know, at like, how many people they left off the show last night. That's true. Like, they're, I guess they're trying to get as many people in each storyline as possible so that you could, you know, at least have them. I mean, Bailey, Finn Balor, uh, Anderson and Gallows, who were a big acquisition last year, not on the show. Uh, lots of guys not on the show. Uh, yeah. Unusual. Uh, yeah, I thought the Balor-Samson match was fine. Uh, the Hardy Boys come out. Jeff drops an obsolete line on Raw. Now, a lot of people said, oh, well, they must have gotten the rights. No, they're able to do that because that is actually a song that Jeff Hardy had written two years ago. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I don't know what's keeping them from calling him Brother Nero either. It's his, it's his middle name. And he is Matt's brother. Yes. Yeah. So I, I guess Matt could call him my brother. Nero. Yeah, which, which he did on that little interview show, which is kind of oh, fun. He did. He did. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Matt slips in a broken line here as well when Anderson and Gallows come out and talk trash. Another decent match, and it was a good spot for these two guys to get a win over the Hardys because you can play up the Matt got nine stitches. 
they got right. beaten down. Obviously, Matt's all right. I was going to update everybody on that, but Matt is fine. Uh, said that he's been through a lot worse when when I spoke to him. But uh, this was a good spot for Anderson and Gallows to win in, I believe. Now, let's talk about what happened after this match, Alex. Yeah. Because that didn't make a damn bit of sense to me. No. Nope. How'd you feel? Yeah, when when Anderson and Gallo's music hit, I was like, that should have been the re- that should have been revival. That should have been say yeah, and that would have like immediately having these two young guys say come in and say we're tired of the nostalgia act, get the hell out, mm-hmm. and and then have a match between them and the Hardys where they not only beat the Hardys but then beat them down afterwards. Anderson and Gallo's though this was a good spot for them didn't need to be in this picture at all. If all they're going to do is have a one-off match where they beat the Hardys and then go on to do what? I mean, I don't know what. And then the Revival comes in, and obviously they're the one that's starting a program with the Hardys because they beat them down after the match. They picked the Bones, and that's more of an egregious offense than just losing to to a team in a match. So I, I don't know. I mean, there's what are the other babyface tag teams – that's that's what I wanted to ask you. Heath Slater and Rhino, that's it. What I hope happens in that tag title picture is that for some reason, Titus O'Neil can't get Akira Tozawa a cruiserweight title match, so he gets him a tag team title match with Apollo Crews. Or with him. That would be yeah. funny, too. Yeah. No, that, to have that Apollo like out there supporting his supporting <laughs> Tozawa and Titus. No, that that would be excellent. Uh, 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 Tozawa and Apollo could be really good together. They're they're best friends in real life. That'd be fun, you know. Like, uh, but I, I, if you are going to take the titles off of Shazaro because Sheamus is going out to film a movie in August, then uh, unless you have them in some kind of three way or a multiple thing, and they they lose the match that way, I mean. You don't see a lot of heel versus heel tag team matches. You can do that occasionally, at least with gray area stuff in singles. But I don't—I honestly don't know where either, any of these teams are going, except for I know after this that the Revival have their sights set on the Hardys. And you know, if this leads to a breaking of said Hardys, I can't think of any two guys better to do it than the Revival, who love breaking people. So. Uh, Fair point. Very good point. Thought it just made them look bad. Yeah. Well, no, it made it made them. It was like, but that's what heels do. It's like, well, yeah, but picking the bones is kind of cowardly, and they've never have they been that. I, mean, I guess they were against I mean, authors of pain, but like that wasn't the same of, thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, Maybe all I, know, I mean, like, I mean, but you see it. There, there are a lot of people who are portrayed like categorically in a different manner on right. WWE main roster than NXT. Right. I just, I just feel like if you had just replaced all of the Gallows and Anderson stuff with the revival and then continued everything, then it would have been a full segment where you would have introduced this team. They would have gotten a match. We all would have gotten to see the revival have a match for the first time in months. Like it's unless you're watching the main, main event. If you're watching main event, more power to you. But <laughs> If you're not watching main event, you haven't seen them wrestle since Dash went out with the injury. So we get to get them in the in, a, in the ring and have them have a real match with the Hardys, as opposed to coming in giving you know giving a guy a shatter machine, which is always fun, but just not yeah. what the optimum was. Couple of plugs, guys. Uh, head over to Fightful.com. Use our forums today. I interviewed Ring of Honor's Flip Gordon. Uh, what I do is I post over there when I'm going to interview somebody, and I ask you guys to submit questions. That way I can get a get a feel of what you all want to know. Also, check out uh, Carlos Toro's Fightful Boxing Newsletter. It's going to drop, I think, every Thursday, but I have reposted it. It is up on the main boxing page. Unbelievable stuff to check out. If if you are even like somewhat interested in boxing, he does a remarkable job of catching people up. Like he's, I, I loved reading it. I loved editing it. I thought it was really cool. And leading into Mayweather McGregor and Triple G Canelo, it is, it is a fantastic read. Boxing is having one hell of a year. Miss TV up next. The Mizzy Awards are tonight. Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas win. Uh, Curtis Axel's hair is phenomenal. So great. 
it's great. Whole, everything the mistourage is so great i just love how none of the match like kurt angles uh, curtis axel is kind of misish but he just doesn't quite fit and then Bo is like way out of left field like i just love how these guys are just all themselves and um just everything about this was fantastic Bo's acceptance speech was just beautiful and I, i mean i thought this whole thing was just wonderful and and if this if this whole thing leads to you know um you know, I don't know. It's gonna. It, what's gonna be? It's gonna, it's gonna be Seth and Dean versus Bo and Curtis for a couple of weeks, which should which should be fun. Uh, but this whole thing, we'll, we'll talk more about Seth's involvement in this uh, storyline in a bit. Maurice wins one too. I'll take any excuse to hear her uh, theme song. <laughs> they, they can just sneak it in there because it's it's so terrible. The Miz also swerved us. Oh, it was like, so good. I thought... <laughs> it was so good. The Miz knows. Like, when he was going to read, oh, he, he goes, Dean Ambrose. Like, because, you know, that would be a Dean Ambrose character thing to do. <laughs> to slip the thing in, into the in the envelope. And I was like, oh, F you, WWE, that you're going to bring Ambrose back into this? And he was like, no, just kidding. And I was like, oh, thank God. See, Miz, you're so smart. And you did this. And you, you you made the swerve there, and that was great. And then Ambrose came out anyway. And I was like, that's just the worst thing. That you that you know that we hate this, and you're doing it anyway. Yeah. It's just the worst. Miz trashes Rollins, Tazawa, and the Hardys for losing. Ambrose comes out, gets beaten up, and Rollins helps him. Now, before we get into anything, do you think that Tazawa, that Tazawa or the Hardys – Somehow get involved with this situation? No, no it's just a thing. They, they like they couldn't ha- justify him talking about Seth without also talking about the other guys who lost. So, you know, they just had to name drop him and get it on. It's it's one of those things. It's a MacGuffin. It's a red herring. And yeah, no, no. Well, usually the the way it was in the past, you couldn't mention somebody unless you were getting into a program with them. Right. I like that that changed. Yeah, that's true. Because these guys see each other in the back all the time. They're aware of each other's existence. Yeah. Backstage, I really like this situation. Ambrose and Rollins argue. And there was this big thing. Uh, MSG, Rollins, teases Shield reunion. And you know, I had a busy weekend, Alex. And I was like, I'm not reporting this shit. <laughs> you didn't really say. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That was like such... It was, it was a Michael Jordan Space Jam in the fourth quarter stretch. <laughs> the people were going there. But Ambrose is like, I don't need you. I don't want no partner. I don't need no partner. He was the buddy cop guy. Right. Buddy cop movie guy here. Um, where do you think this, this goes? I mean, we'll talk more about Ambrose and Rollins later, but right. where do you think um, it goes? Uh, well, I know where I hope it goes. I hope that that <laughs> Ambrose not being able to beat the Miz of all people, the Miz finally just snaps him. Goes to bad guy lunatic, or at least chaotic evil he like uh, chaotic neutral lunatic, so that he's um, not gentle diving pushing, you know, wacky the hot dog cart Ambrose anymore. And is, uh, is he could be really great as a dude who is, is entirely unpredictable. The stuff that he did when he was with the shield, when, like you really, you really thought this guy might just wild out and accidentally like murder a dude, you know, because, because you can't predict anything he's going to do. I like that guy better than ah, I'm Dean Ambrose and I'm wacky. Let me do my wacky catchphrase. Like, I, I don't, I don't like that guy. So if we get more toward that and the idea of him being so paranoid about mistrusting Seth leads him to refuse Seth's help long enough that he loses stuff and he blames Seth for that. That's all, this is all cool stuff you could do with it. Do I think they're going that way? No. No, I don't. He needs an edge bad. So does Rollins. Rollins needs an edge, but it seems like they're trying to go like super 
white meat baby face with him. They, they, they are in this world, in the world of 2K18, he's a fugitive from justice and Kurt yeah. Angle's going to find him. And it's a damn superhero movie weird, dealing right? with commercials. And I'm so into it. Speaking of weird, Cole is still weirded out yeah. by Alexa's arm. Man, you had all night to go back and find that episode of SmackDown on the network. Get yeah. it done. Somebody somebody sent him a link. This match was not great, but I will say that uh, Bliss and Nia worked like a real team, and I appreciated yep. that. Yes. Bailey snuck a win on Alexa Bliss. Where do we head now? Is it, is it Bailey, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, and Alexa at SummerSlam? I don't know, man. It, this is the thing about this. This is one of those great times where they have like six weeks of build. So I don't mind a slow build to this, to like to getting to a point where maybe maybe this match isn't isn't decided until two weeks left until SummerSlam. Or three. Like you don't need to tell me now that we're gonna get Sasha versus Alexa Bliss in a rematch. I don't need to know that now. You can you can put you can you can do a little holding pattern for a while and figure some stuff out. I'm fine with that. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I want to see these four women on the card, but I I don't think we're going to get more than one women's match per show. I think we get maybe a fatal four way out of the situation. We could, we, we, we've done that. We did that back at, um, um, mania, but with bliss in the Charlotte role, you know, or vice versa. So I'm fine with that too. Um, but I, I do think we're probably going to wind up having a multi-woman match from each show. Well, Summer, SummerSlam is probably a four-and-a-half, five-hour show. Right, right. But I mean, uh, prove me wrong, WWE, and, and get two really good programs out of your women's divisions on each show. I would love to see that. I just don't think they're going to do it that way. Goldust defeated R-Truth. Wow, this was bad. There was no heat. The match itself it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, our truth still yeah. throws great strikes. Uh, I think he got some extra rotation on that elbow. Like, yeah, he just kept spinning. I hate the ten punch spot. It's really lame. But our truth landed a nice power bomb out of it. Gold dust wins, and not a like outside of the what's up. Yeah, and a couple of claps here and there. There was no heat for this, Alex. Didn't I'm? Am I wrong in saying that gold that Goldust turned on our truth in May? Did he turn our truth? Turn on our truth in May? I know it was before Extreme Rules. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he turned he turned heel on our truth in May, and they waited until now to finally give give us this match. This real match, not the one where the, the camera guy was in the ring, because that didn't count. Yeah, I just looked. It was May 15. Wow. <laughs> it was too mu- the build for this was two months. They did it on a Raw randomly after a pay-per-view, and nobody cared, because it was just vignettes that everyone skipped when they were watching this thing on their DVRs. Like, like there's, there's no heat for this match because you drew it out for so long. You could have... It was you eight could've... weeks ago, man. Eight you... weeks Man, you could have capitalized on this thing by having them have a match, even a six-minute match at Extreme Rules. You really could. You could have capitalized on this, and you didn't. You pushed it off, and now it doesn't matter. And these two guys, these two veterans, who like spent months forming a tag team before they were in a tag team for months, deserved something besides this. And yet... I will say, if this is not the end of the feud, then I also could not care less. Had they extended this, you know, they could be the babyface team right now. They could have. They could have. They that, are trying, that are trying to do it. They could have really battled back, battled back. And then when they didn't get it done, yeah. then you do the turn. When it makes, yeah. when you build it and it makes sense and people are invested in it. Yeah. Mm. Somebody, somebody tweeted something to me about how they – WWE hot shots the wrong feuds and draws out the wrong ones. Like it's just, they always have the wrong ones in the wrong position. And I couldn't agree more. It's just, it always seems like they're trying to do it that way. Otherwise I don't understand how you could be that incompetent. Somebody says, am I wrong for loving 
Titus's sports agent gimmick. Hell no, it's fantastic. No, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. We'll talk about that momentarily, but Kurt Angle. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lesnar reigns. Angle is out. He has some ideas for Lesnar's SummerSlam opponent, and Paul Heyman reminds them they're not here for a creative meeting. <laughs> so no, see this, ya. This was my favorite thing. He comes out and it's like, hey, everybody, so this thing happened last night. I wanted to talk to you about it. Braun Strowman was in the back of an ambulance that was reversed at high speed into the back of a semi-trailer. We came out with the jaws of life. He refused medical treatment, stumbled off into the night. We still don't know where he is. He's probably bleeding to death. Anyway, here's Brock. Like, there was no... What? How do you not know what happened to Braun? Like, he's a giant man. Find him somewhere. Follow the trail of blood. What are you doing, guys? This is not that hard. Throw some raw meat on the floor and wait until he shows up. Like, it ain't that hard to track. He's going to get hungry eventually. Like, oh, my God, I don't know what We're happened. We're James Ellsworth over. He's suspended from SmackDown. Just if he's out there long enough, Braun will show up and kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyway, so, yeah, that's great. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Brock. And Brock comes out, and this, this whole thing was great. And then all of a sudden, Roman comes out, and they are so tone deaf. Like, how do you have – how is the how is not the next thing you hear from Angle saying security? You know you're wanted in this state for attempted murder. I have to turn you into the police. Like I don't. How do you not even? And his like vague like, hey, you guys would have done the same thing. I don't think that that's a thing that happened. Like yeah, Stone Cold did that stuff. What what's the worst Angle did? Shoot milk at the ring? Like I, I don't I don't know, man. Brock beat he a shot a guy with a tranquilizer dart once. That's true. That's true. He Did you ever hear that story? <laughs> yeah. Big Show said it hurt really bad because <laughs> Angle was only supposed to pump it like twice, but Vince <laughs> made him pump it like fifteen times. <laughs> oh, it's not okay. But but anyway, it's hilarious. I, I feel like. None of that stuff that was done in 1999 is an excuse for what you did last night, Roman. So yeah. You know, like, whatever. But that was weird. Like, he could have said Hulk Hogan hit somebody with a semi-truck. He could have said Hulk Hogan used a monster truck to knock a guy who is still on the roster. Right, right. I would have been like, Big Show fell off of a fucking building. He's wrestling 22 years later. Braun's going to be fine. Yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. So uh, he says that Angle, he did Angle a favor because... Angle didn't know how to deal with Braun, and then he looked at Brock and said, you're never around to. And that was that was solid. That was good. good that burn. was a good burn. You're never around to. But I, I also want to know why everyone's dealing with Braun. Just let Braun face people and give him a damn title shot like he's earned over the past year. He turns over ambulances. Well, but that's the thing. is that oh, That's only because they're not giving him enough competition. <laughs> he just wants more competition. <laughs> If you give him competition, that's the only thing he asks for, Sean. Just give him competition. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> it's like, oh, if you don't give me competition, greatest. I have to go out and find it. Whether that's tipping over ambulances. Or Alex, he's the greatest wrestling character of the modern era. He really is. He really is. He really is. I mean, the fact that they've There's like... something that appeals to me as a human of this dude... <laughs> 
He's like, I'm really big, and all I want to do because I'm big is move heavy shit, beat people up, and tear things up. That's all yeah. he wants to do, and he knows that he can make a lot of money doing it. Like it's- Yeah. I feel like it's so funny that he keeps asking for competition, and the one thing they've never tried doing is giving him a title shot. Like he had that one against Kevin Owens that was in with some kind of schmoz or something. But that's it. Okay, are you there? I'm here. All right. It froze up on me a little bit. A little unusual. I think it was on my end, though. Anyway, Brock Lesnar was allowed allowed to drop a shit bomb. Not that kind, but he curse word got through. He got the main event curse word that is often reserved for SmackDown. Yes. But he got it. Good for him. Samoa Joe comes out to a huge pop, real big pop. I don't think they expected that Samoan Joseph to get over. No. They're one of the well, other ones, too. Did you watch the mini documentary that dropped today on their YouTube that of was Samoa awesome. Joe? It was good. Now, you may say that they didn't expect him to get over, but if but you're – I mean, like, he's doing great work on his own. But when you mm. produce stuff like that, you're helping him. Like you are. Oh, sure. Like, I mean, that was yesterday, though. They knew he was getting over then. <laughs> but they released that today. Like they released that sure. today ahead of but tonight. I, mean, I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew when they started this that Joe was going to be so no, that big. Is, that is true. Um, that if you have not watched that, everybody, I implore you to go to WWE's YouTube, or I tweeted it out today at some point. Uh, it's six minutes long, and it's just following Samoa Joe all day before the match with Brock. And some of his motivations are really cool. Like yeah. he's talking about like Brock, like when I see a guy that thinks he's untouchable, I just, I just got to beat his ass. And I'm like, that's so cool. How is that guy not the guy you're rooting for for the rest of your life? Like it's just, it's fantastic. And, and he was so great in this, in this promo uh, with, with Brock. All I wanted to see was Brock versus Joe too. And then we got the other Joe who's like, hey, everybody, I'm still here. I got things to say. Don't forget about me, your old pal Roman. And it's it just didn't work. Like it, whenever he talked, it just didn't work. I think I think it's still it it ended up being pretty good because it all felt natural. And to be honest, Roman is the third wheel in that situation. Like it's how we all that's how many people view him. Lesnar was like, What are you doing here? I kicked your ass last night to Joe, and that got a good pop. And Joe saying that he was going to choke Lesnar out got a big pop. This was natural. It was fun, and it got over. We get Joe versus Roman next week for a title shot. Who's winning? Well, if they like money, it should be uh, interrupted by Braun Strowman, who's back to kill Roman Reigns, and he doesn't care if he gets him some Samoa Joe in the process, and we get the biggest Haas fatal four-way in the history of the sport at SummerSlam. Oh, God. Now, now, like you tell me, you I know, Lord, Lord, it be that the those four are. I think we can use the term trademark American sirloin beef sons of bitches. They all four fit. Oh my God! Right just, just the idea. I mean, you have, you've got to, you've got to, or, or hell. You know, have have Braun come back to try and cost Roman the match or whatever. Samoa Joe wins that way. Then you get another another two thing, whatever. But that's the way you have to have Braun come back and interrupt that match. You know what I wouldn't mind, and I don't think it's going to happen? Braun attacks Reigns, gets him DQ'd, and another Samoan named Joe is kind of pissed off about it. Yeah. Yeah, just have him feud with every Samoan ever. I, you put him up against both Usos in the Uso penitentiary. I'm not going to complain. I want to see Joe climb up Braun Strowman to lock in that Coquina clutch. Yeah. I want to see that. Give me that match, too. Why not? Jeez. And they then with Joe on his back, Braun climbs up the Titantron and jumps off in reverse <laughs> to a series of tables because that's what he does. That's what he does. No, but um, seriously, like, 
the, the this is that's your that's your main event of SummerSlam, and what the, it's the biggest. It's literally the biggest fatal four way in the history of the sport. Like it would it would be amazing, and and it's a great way of getting the title off of Lesnar. And hell, if you want to put it on Reigns without having to have him take the loss. You know what I mean? If you really want to get the title on Raw every week, you could put it on one of those other three guys, and every I think everyone would be better with that than, you know, Braun taking 90 days, Brock taking 90 days off. Yeah. Later on, we get more interaction between Angle and Corey Graves. I'm on the edge of my seat over this one, They but they got to pay it off well, but we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Noam Dar uh, and Neville take on Cedric Alexander and Akira Tozawa. Man, my notes got all jumbled up there. Tozawa and Cedric Alexander win. All these guys are really good what they do. Now, for three of them, that is wrestling. For Dar, it's getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Like, and he does it really, really well. So, uh, good on him. I like the dynamic of Alicia Fox and Titus outside. And then when Cedric was outside, Alicia said that Cedric had a booger in his nose. Yeah, because Alicia Fox is a gift, and we are all not worthy of it. That, that is true. That is very true. Anything to add to this match? Neville got some poetic justice on his great balls. Tazawa wins. Tomorrow, Cedric Alexander, Noam Dar, I quit match. We got live discussion, 205 Live tomorrow night. First off, talk about the match, and or uh, let me know your thoughts on the match and the idea of putting an I Quit match on 205 Live for this feud that is very Ambrose Mizish. Yeah, it is. It has been going on for too long. Um, a, this match was 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 fine. Uh, Dar is great at getting his ass kicked, and that's what you needed in a team with Neville, who doesn't get his ass kicked. Uh, that's great. Uh, Tozawa somehow got ah over with the crowd. He can just do that at any awesome. point, and they love him. Uh, Cedric Alexander is naturally over just because of the stuff he can do in the ring. And he was the guy they called to replace Austin Aries for that MSG show. He's the guy who went in and had a match with Neville when when Austin Aries said, peace out. So um, if they're building toward eventually a Cedric Alexander versus Neville thing, then this is great too. Uh, I like all of that. Um, I like Tozawa getting his win back, his his uh, revenge with the balls. Uh, I like all of that. Uh, and tomorrow night, that's great. You should do this. You should have a big, fun stipulation match every week on Two Hundred Five Live. Promote the hell of it on Raw, and maybe get people to tune in. Um, and I hope to God that this that this match uh, is really the quitting point of this feud because it's been going on since literally before two Oh five live debuted. It's been going on since like September. It's, it's time to move on. Dixie Carter just appeared on the WWE network and was listed as former president TNA wrestling. Wow. That's going to go up on my uh, Twitter, that image right meow guys. So go check that out. Overall, I thought that was uh, a solid cruiserweight tag match, but I, I just I think that they need to really go out and do something that that isn't in every other match. But yeah, other than that, it, it was harmless. Bray Wyatt defeated Seth Rollins. Did you see that happening for a second straight night? Well, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I don't feel like you give Bray the win last night. Like, Bray is probably getting... They do that a lot, though. They do the 50-50 thing a lot. Not as much as they used to. Right, right. I, I just feel like... That didn't... That, that wouldn't have helped in this situation at, at all. And and to me, this is the thing about this is... is Everyone talks about, um, you know, oh, Bray won clean last night. Well, yeah. He had a thumb to the eye, which, by the way, it they proved with photographic evidence his thumb was nowhere near Seth's eye. His fingers were but they refuse to call it a finger to the eye. I don't know what is the deal why a thumb is the only thing you could put in somebody's eye, but I digress. It's much more difficult Tonight, to put a thumb in the eye, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, tonight, no thumb in the eye. A headbutt, 
a perfectly good counter to rate to uh, Seth's new, you know, rain trigger thing that he does. Um, perfectly legal counter. It, it, like used, he used the already there injury. That's fine. And then a completely clean as a whistle, Sister Abigail in the middle of the ring by Bray Wyatt. That's great. He should be winning matches clean occasionally and not because now there's, there's no Wyatt family to come in and help him. So here's, here's where I think we need to go with this is this, this needs to continue and Bray needs to get under Seth's skin, but probably we're not going to do that. We're going to have Seth get involved in the Miseraj thing, (laughs) you know? So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. During the match, Bray destroyed Seth with a DDT. They over-delivered on pay-per-view, and they were put into kind of a tough spot to make people care, and it doesn't look like they'll have to be moving forward, and I'm okay with that because you're probably getting Balor versus Bray, and they will struggle to make people care. Fortunately, people just seem to care about Balor in general, so so that's not too bad. Uh, I will say this beats 50-50 booking. The Miz Taraj attacked after the match. Did Bo Dallas orchestrate that? Did he be? Was he like? Yeah, that, that'd be great if, if somehow this leads to Bray being like a, a pseudo member of of the Miz Taraj and pulls Bo toward him with his with his crazy mind powers. That's all oh, I want, man. That's all I want is a Bray and Bo tag team. That's all I want. Give it to me. Ambrose saved Rollins. He needs something else so bad, Alex. He really does. So this bad. Whole, yeah, this whole thing. And then he then he swung the chair around his head, and he's, he's a crazy lunatic. He's that, a wild man. He's a crazy lunatic. That, how he would come out and he would swing the sword around all the time. I'm like, dude, what are you doing with that? Are you going to stab somebody? Are you going to stab the repo man? Like... <laughs> I would get it if you did, but are you? Don't play games with me. I tuned in. It's noon on a Saturday. It's noon on a Sunday. <laughs> if I'm watching somebody get stabbed on the USA Network, just how about a little discretion? Right, right. Here's the thing about the Berserker and the time period we were dealing with. Like, that's right around the time that Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was in theaters. So all mm-hmm. kids at the time believed in time travel. It's very possible the Berserker was a literal Viking from the past. And if he were here and had a sword, he would use it. I just I just want to say, look at Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania title win. It looked like Honey, I Shrunk the Berserker. <laughs> he had the furry boots and the beard and all that stuff. He had a chant that sounded suspiciously, suspiciously like, Huss! Huss! Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying... He stole the Berserker's gimmick. I just, this is it. Yes. Kurt Angle is backstage on the phone uh, disregarding the cameraman, evidently, who was there. Yeah. Says someone is – he's talking to somebody. He said, just come here. We'll tell, each, we'll tell the whole world together. Whatever happens, happens. I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. What is this? We got a lot of people thinking, it's Stephanie, is it Dixie? You know, there, there's r- reports that, that Triple H wants to wrestle him. But Who's see, the thing is, back in the day, Triple H put the Knicks, the kibosh on the old, on the old Stephanie Kurt thing because it wasn't believable that Stephanie would pick Kurt over her. That was a real thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. You, you got to look at all the things that Kurt said. Now – uh, I mean, uh, we have nothing to be ashamed of. Ooh, is it illicit, an illicit love affair? And if so, why wouldn't they be ashamed of it? Um, and then, like, I love you. Okay, that's that's interesting. But also, the thing that I'm I'm locking on is I'm proud of you. Proud of you. I think that there is a wrestler somewhere that is Kurt's illegitimate child. He's about possibly, to be legitimized. Possibly back when Kurt was, oh, I don't know. About 17 years old, maybe. Could have fathered one Come on. Chad Gable, if possible. <laughs> I mean, I won't take credit for this. Anna Bauer had the idea first, and I think it's a will great he, will idea. Will he hold up the paternity test and be like, it's real. <laughs> it's damn real. You are the father. <laughs> oh, man. It, 
that segment would only be fun if like someone was revealed to like be somebody like it came down to three WWE wrestlers who like could be the father and Booker T is in the ring. And when he is not the father, he does the spin rooney and they remember the, the, the old meme where they played the, the outcast song when, when he was read as not the father and he did the handstand dance, man. Yeah. That's what I need to see in my life. So that's happening. Uh, something else happened, Alex. Yeah. Paige and Del Rio. <clears throat> there's there's still news coming in, but now keep in mind, we've had situations that, like a lot of them. There have been breakups and makeups, and Del Rio's showing up with stab marks, and there's no police reports of it, and. Page has been detained before and, and things like that. And since then, there have been sex tapes and people referencing sex tapes and him, Del Rio, wanting to fight people. So the latest situation was that Del Rio was detained at an Orlando airport and missed his indie booking in Texas on Sunday due to a domestic dispute. Page gets online and says, some woman was disrespecting me, and she threw a drink on Del Rio. Audio has emerged. It's on Fightful.com. It doesn't seem to be the case, Alex. No. It doesn't. This seems, by all indications, to be a pretty toxic situation. I didn't want to comment on it because it's not my relationship. It's not my place to care. But it seems like a month doesn't go by when either I'm writing or I'm assigning you to write some – feature story on Paige and Del Rio and some issue and some personal problem. What do you make of all this? This is just a toxic relationship all around. Like I've, I've had, I've had friends who have been in relationships. I don't mean like this, but where it just seemed like just both of you need to get away from each other. Like, I don't know. I mean, the, Del Rio talks about he's going to press charges against Paige. She's like, fine, because it'll get me away from you. Like, if 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 said she if had Paige, been trying to get away, like all the time, all the time. Like that seems to me to be from her point of view. That certainly seems to be that she's trying to get away from him, and I'm more inclined to believe a woman in these situations. But I know for a fact there are people that times out there where the women will, will be abusive as well. Um. I've been in, in verbally abusive relationships in the past. Nobody ever let's, stabbed let's me. Let's cut through the shit. They're they're both unusual people. They're both yeah, really so. They, I, they've both been like. And the thing the thing about this is a that I've that I've been thinking about is Jesus GFW. You hitched your wagon to this guy entirely. They've had to like cut his mic and shit because he won't shut up about WWE. Yeah, and a few months ago, and I, mean, I get it. He he was upset about the the rap battle thing, but this is before then. He was yeah. he was doing that stuff at Slammiversary, and before then, he would like in public be very positive in regards to WWE. Yeah, like even after he left, he was like, I don't really have that much of a problem with him. And right. in TMZ videos, Paige is like, Hey, I, I still work there. We like you, Vince. Yeah. Yada yada. Yeah. And, but besides that point, if it comes out that – I mean, if you have a guy who's going to be arrested and possibly jailed for domestic violence, you said, hey, come in. We're going to hot shot the title onto you twice in a couple of months. Uh, I don't even I, – I don't know. Like, wow. That and, I mean, not to be frivolous, but uh, what do you think the odds are that that Page biopic ever sees the light of day? You know what I mean? With the with the sex tape and now this. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 bad news, man. I mean, if this whole thing is just all kinds of bad news. And it it really is it's just a disheartening situation. I hope that Paige that all people get away from the bad situation and move on with their lives if that's what's necessary. It seems to be a negative situation for both both individuals. Yeah. Both individuals. Yeah. 
Guys, Fightful.com is the place to be. Please head over to our Fightful.com forum. Start a topic over there. Join in on a topic. I want to see you guys over there. Love keeping in touch with you guys. This has been an exhausting week. Uh, really, mine continues to go through mid-Wednesday for, uh, and really all through this week because of all the Mayweather-McGregor pressers. Every day this week here on Forward, we have live streams of the Mayweather-McGregor presser. L.A., Toronto, New York, London. We're going to have people at those as well. Listen, or The Fightful Holy Smokes podcast goes on right after the presser tomorrow. It was an exhausting weekend, but next weekend's looking a little quiet, Alex. Yeah, we don't we don't this is, we have a break in between pay-per-views. Yeah. Which is amazing cuz cuz that next one's going to sneak up on you. But uh oh, yeah. Yeah, uh we're looking forward to seeing how they how they build to to battleground uh with uh the Kevin Owens AJ Styles thing tomorrow. That should be fun. Fightful.com, thank you guys so much for joining us. Follow Alex at Pawlowski, the fourth. Correct. Right? Yeah. Follow me at Sean Rossat. Follow us at Fightful Online, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Until next time, guys, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.